God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be alive, and it's an even better day to do the will of the Lord. Well, I greet you again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we have a lot to be thankful for. And man, it's just a uh, it's just a blessing to be able to enjoy the things of the Lord, to be able to enjoy His beautiful creation the things that he's done for us, the things that he continues to do for us every single day. So we have a lot to be thankful for. Well, brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you today. I think about a very important subject, you know, especially for for those of you out there who have already accepted Jesus Christ and you want to move on with the Lord and draw near to him and do all those great things. And uh, maybe right now you're not doing that. Maybe you're doing something that's totally different. So I want to talk to you, I think, about a process that I believe uh, will help you as you move on in the Lord and live your Christian life. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your goodness and mercy, and we look to you right now. Lord, we're grateful and thankful to you for everything that you're doing, everything that you've done. We ask you to bless the word today, Father God, that the power of the Lord would fall Lord, that on our ears to hear, and God, that you would give me everything I need to say. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, the Bible says to desire the sincere milk of the word that you can grow thereby. And so what I get out of that is that if there is, um, if there is milk of the word, then that tells me that there's also meat of the word, which tells me that we need to grow because we can't stay on milk. Eventually, we need to eat meat. So I want to talk to you about the Christian birth or being born again, and then that process that it takes for you to grow up and be the man or the woman of God that God called you to be. All right. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. So when I was born again, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, there was a process that took place on the inside of me. The spirit that I had in me that I was born into this world with Well, when I got saved, that spirit is totally gone and replaced with a new one. And that is God's spirit. It's called regeneration. When we're born again, that's where the Holy Spirit um, basically baptizes us or engrafts us into the body of Christ. And we become a brand new spirit. Remember, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. So to be born again is to really be born again, much like your natural birth. You know, your natural birth, you came out of your mom's, um, you know, you came, you was in your mother's womb and you came out uh, doing the birthing process, right? And you came into this world, a brand new creature. And so you were a brand new baby, a little one, right? And you didn't know anything. The only thing you knew is when that doctor smacked you on the behind, Uh, you experience the sensation of pain and you experience what it's like to cry, right? Because 
when he spanked you on the behind, it caused you to cry. Is that not right? Okay. And so it caused you to cry. So that's all you knew. So you don't know anything. You're just a brand new baby. You're kind of like a blank slate, right? Waiting for someone to uh, teach you and to nourish you and to feed you and to grow you up. That was your natural birth. Now think about it. At some point, you hit age two. You've been fed with milk, and now you're eating solid food and things like that. And then as you get older, you're going to eat more solid food and different foods. And so you're able to eat different things, and we expect you to talk. Uh, when you get a certain age, you can communicate. Then we expect you to go to school so we can teach you about the environment that you're in so that you can be educated and become a productive citizen in this society. And so mankind has determined that it, take, it takes a few years to get you where you need to be. So we develop our school system and basically takes you K through 12 and teaches you all the things that they say you need to know in order for you to one day be a productive citizen in society. And then some go course higher than that. They go on to higher education. And maybe some complete a bachelor's degree or a master's degree and then ultimately a doctorate. And so it's amazing in the natural how we grow up, right, and how we get stronger. And isn't it fantastic that, you know, when you get older and then you do things like go to the gym so that you can get stronger, so that you can have a more muscular appearance or so that you can uh, so that you can have a more. Um, I guess, appealing um, appearance, so to speak, right? And you do all those things. So basically what you're doing is you're growing up and you're developing. Well, guess what? God wants us to do the same thing in him because when we're born again, we're little children. You know, we're really baby, we're baby Christians. And, and you know what's amazing is that that born-again spirit, that brand-new spirit, is holy. I mean, and acceptable to the Lord. The Bible says that God said he would no longer live in temples made by hand, but he's going to live inside of his people. So here you got this great, big, awesome God that resides on the inside of your brand-new born-again spirit. That's why he calls you holy unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. You got born again. You were forgiven. Jesus took all the sins, all your sins, and he took them on himself and you were born again. So no longer, no longer are you connected to Adam's sin, so to speak. Right. But now here's the deal. Your spirit was born again. But guess what? Your body wasn't born again and your your body and your soul wasn't born again. All right, so let's talk about that. So the spirit, first of all, man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. See, you're a triune being. Even when you wasn't saved, right, you still were a triune being. You were spirit, soul, and body, except your spirit was connected with Adam's downfall. You were connected with his fallen nature, right? So we were born into this world without God. We were born into this world not communicating with God. We were born into this world apart from God. 
And then we go on through this world and we get developed and everything we learn, our soul, right? Our mind, will, and emotions uh, learns, right? Now we're, we're going to have to take that into our new Christian life. So here's what I want to talk about, right? Is that first of all, I said, man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in his body. His spirit is the part that contacts God. So when you get born again, right, you're able to contact God, to hear God, right, when you get born again, because your spirit is made alive unto God. Remember, you were lost, man, you were lost. And, and so you had no way of connecting with God until you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And through the process of regeneration, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, baptized you into the body of Christ. Okay. You were changed. You were regenerated and brought into the body of Christ. And so now you can hear God. Now, you know, your ears are open to his voice before. I mean, you really, you really couldn't hear him. All right. Now your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. And that's the part of you. You make your decision-making process, right? And so throughout your life, you know, your mind is conformed to the things of this world or the things around you and that kind of thing. Now think about this. When you were growing up, if you were brought up in a good situation, you know, maybe you had a mom and dad and they loved you, man, you're going to turn out to be a pretty good person more than likely, right? But let's say if you were brought up in a jack leg situation where maybe your dad or you didn't have a dad and maybe mom's boyfriend was abusing you and and things like that, then you're going to have a crappy outlook um, in your life. Like you're not going to have a positive outlook a lot of times because you're still dealing with the fact that you were uh, traumatized and assaulted and things like that. So your view on life is going to be a little different than that person who had mom and dad who grew up in a great household where he, that person experienced love and, and, and you didn't. You came up in a tough situation, right? Two different things. Well, guess what? Your mind is formed to that. Your mind takes in all that. And now, you know, you got all that junk and that garbage to deal with. And then your body, it does what your, what your mind tells it to do, right? If you think you want to walk, you want to get up, you want to take a step, that's exactly what your body is going to do. All right, so now here you are. One day somebody told you about Jesus and you accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Well, guess what? The part of you, which is your spirit, got born again. You became a grand, brand new creation. But your soul, your mind, will, and emotions didn't become new. Your body didn't become new. Guys, you're still the same old person. I remember they used to sing that song. When they got saved, I looked at my feet. I looked at my hands and my hands looked new and I looked at my feet and my feet did too. Well, guess what? Your feet still got bunions. You know, if you had bunions, uh, your hands are still the same old hands. Nothing's different. Okay. But what's different is your spirit. Now, here's what's important when we talk about growing up in the Lord. The Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, 
holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It says that to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and that acceptable and that perfect will of God. Okay, so yeah, I got born again. I'm saved, but I have to do something. I can't leave it right there. Okay, if I leave it right there, then I'm not going to be a productive Christian. Yeah, I got born again and I'm saved. Okay, some things probably changed when I got saved because I have a desire to do good on the inside of me now. Right. But the thing is, all those crazy thoughts and that mindset that you have is still the same. All right. So here you are coming in, you know, broken and and coming in battered and bruised and and that kind of thing. And and now you want to live a Christian life and you can't stop sinning and and you don't understand what you're going through. Well, guess what? You have to grow up spiritually where your spirit can have the ascendancy over your over your soul and over your body. And so I um, I like to think about it's not it's not brainwashing. That's not exact. That's not what it is at all. But what it is, it's the washing of the water by the word where once you begin to get into the word of God again, the Bible tells you right to renew your mind. And the way that you renew your mind is through the word of God that you have to spend time in the word. You have to study the word and you have to find out, first of all, who is the God that saved you? Think about this. Yeah, you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you don't know a lot about him. You know, he died for your sins and you believe that God raised him from the dead. But what do you do, you know, so that you can get your mind together and ultimately get control of that body, that flesh that's going to fight you tooth and nail, that's going to fight you for every inch of territory? Well, guess what? You're going to have to learn how to read and to study the word of God. The change will take place as you make that decision to study the word of God. As you make that decision to um, to get in the word of God and to learn about the Lord, what begins to happen is that it begins to transform your mind. It begins to transform your thinking. You begin to think like a citizen of God. You begin to think like the new creature that's on the inside of you. What God's word does is it really washes your mind. It cleans your mind and it causes your thoughts to be pure and that you're not focused and continuing to think on those same old terrible things that you used to think on. And you don't know when it happens, but it does happen. And then your mind begins to get changed as you get into the word of the Lord. You know, the Bible talks about um, staying in the word of the Lord, meditating the word of God day and night, you know, where you can be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth your fruit in your season. You know, in Psalms one, it talks a lot about that. So as you meditate the word uh, and in Joshua one, where he says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but tell, but that, but you shall continue to meditate in it day and night. And so if you do, if you might meditate in that word day and night, then you will begin to ex experience success in your life. Things will begin to change in your life 
but it starts with the word. What the word does, it not only washes your mind and your thoughts, right? But the word strengthens your spirit and the word begins to strengthen not only your 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 spirit, but but your your mind and your thoughts in the Lord, you know, where you can be um, you can be a successful Christian and and think on those things that are lovely, those things that appear and those things that are of a good report. You know, and if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, you can think on those things. What happens is you begin to think on godly things because you're starting to get God's word and learn God's word. In Psalms 119, it talks about the entrance of his word bringing light, right? That his, light, his word is a light unto my feet and a light, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You know, God's word um, is the food that you desire. It's the food that you need to make the necessary changes in your life. You can't make those changes. You can't uh, change on your own. You're going to need God's word to change you, to help you, to grow you up, you know. And then as you do that, what happens is your mind begins to change. I remember, and I would love to tell this story, when I joined the military. Man, you're talking about a culture shock? Oh my God. Here I was, this little boy from the ghetto, this little black boy from the ghetto, right, who was set in his ways, and I had my own, uh, my own set of issues. And so I joined the military, and when I joined the military, they put me into this whole new environment, this environment that's totally brand new that I've never experienced before. They put me in an environment uh, which was different. I was hundreds of miles away from home. I didn't know anybody. And I was in a military environment where these guys with these round Smokey the Bear hats uh, decided that they wanted to yell and scream at me and call me all sorts of names. And then not only that, they made up all these rules and regulations that we were forced to follow. And they enforced those rules and regulations every single day. From what time we got up in the morning to what time we went to bed at night to what time we had a chance to eat. I mean, they actually, they, they took over every moment of the day, um, of our day. They absolutely did. It wasn't like we had a choice in the matter. I mean, they dictated everything to us and then they began to teach us the army way, army regulations, army policy. They began to teach us military tactics. They taught us how to use weapons. They taught us how to drive vehicles vehicles that we never drove before. They taught us how to do all these different things. Uh, they taught me how to shoot a weapon. I, I had never shot a weapon. They taught me how to do that. And in the midst of all of that, um, what's amazing is that finally this stuff began to grow on me. Now, I'm telling you, it was difficult. It was hard because at times they would take us out um, in the woods and and we'd have to set up boot camps and, I mean, camps and, and all those kind of things and stay in tents. And, oh, my goodness, it was a total change from what I was used to as a little city boy, you know, used to, I wasn't used to any of that stuff. And, uh, and so this is what happened to me. And so over a period of time, I began to, um, I began to learn the Army way. And I, what I found out was that they were changing my mindset. They were changing my mind. And, and what was happening 
is I was beginning to do things the military way. I learned what duty was and what honor was and what respect was. And they taught me all sorts of things that I didn't know. And now I began to do things the army way. And, I, and by the time that we got to the end of the cycle and we graduated, we were all uh, considered um, still trainees, but we had completed the first part of our training. And then we went on to what we called advanced individual training, where we became soldiers. And now we are in this new environment doing things a whole nother way. It was like a whole new world to me. Are you kidding me? They taught me how to jump out of airplanes and, and how to do all sorts of things that i never done before. Oh my goodness, but I, I became a soldier. Now my job was meteorology. I was a weatherman when I first started out in the military. Ultimately, I decided that I wanted to do more, so I became a jump master, jumped out of airplanes. I put people out of airplanes. I became a drill sergeant, uh, just like those drill sergeants that trained me. Now I was training other people. So I was training them to be soldiers. And so here I am, um, you know, that I basically got trained and now I'm a trainer. I mean, and it's awesome because what it showed me was that they changed my whole mindset. I learned things that I probably would have never learned if I didn't join the military. They taught me organization. They taught me how to present uh, information. They just taught me so much and it changed my whole life, my whole mindset. Everything about me changed. And so um, that was amazing because again, I was put into this new environment and I didn't know, honestly, I didn't know what was going on. Well, that's what happens to you when you get born again. You're put into this new environment and you're trying to figure out what's going on and now you're in the kingdom of God. You've been born again. And so you're trying to figure out what's going on and you don't know because you've never been in this environment before. And so God is telling you that the way to find out is first of all, you got to start reading the word and fall in love with his word so that you can get your mind changed much like I did when I was in the military. And you'll find out that things operate a little different in this, in this kingdom. You know, in the world that we're in, right, guess what? There are devils and demons that we find out about. We find out about enemies that we didn't even know we had, much like I did when I joined the military. Those people weren't my enemies when I was uh, on the street. But when I joined the military, oh, yeah, I found out they were my enemies. Well, guess what? You have enemies, too. And so as you're in this process and you're growing in the word of God, you're growing up, you know, you're starting to grow in God's word. You find out that you have enemies and there's a certain way to deal with those enemies. You can't deal with those enemies any kind of way. Right. You also find out that you're not only a child of God, you're a son of God and that God has placed a lot in you. He says that we have this treasure that's hidden in these earthen vessels that the treasure of the Lord is in us. Do you realize that man, God put us down here as an extension of himself, that we represent him here as the body of Christ. And so Jesus is the head and we're his body and we're on this earth carrying out his will. And so all these things we're doing because 
we love the Lord. And now we're starting to get in his word because, listen, when you grow up in the Lord, it takes time. So you have to get in God's word, right? Which means you have to study. You have to read your Bible. I like practical things. Okay, when I say read your Bible, um, stay in the New Testament. Anything from the book of Acts forward. And, you know, you can read Revelation, but stay in the epistles. Live in the epistles because that's where the body of Christ is. You know, from the book of Acts all the way through. Read. Study. It's okay to read um, the Gospels. There's nothing wrong with reading the Gospels because you'll find out who Jesus is. That's okay. You know, but you want to make sure that you study those epistles because that's where you're going to get the meat of what you need. You know, find out who you are in Christ Jesus, what your purpose is, why God put you here, that kind of thing. And so it's very important that you take this seriously and that you get into the word of God and that you learn. And so anyway, I'm going to leave it right there, brothers and sisters, because this I got a lot to say on this. But right now, um, I'm going to ask you, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you would like to know him, listen, first of all, right now, if you've never accepted Christ, you stand a chance of going to hell big time. What do I mean by that? Well, if you die today, you're going to hell if you've never accepted Jesus. And I don't want that to happen to you because that's eternity. Eternity. That's forever. You're not going to ever get out of that place. So, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now, and I'm a sinner, and I want to be saved. I repent of my sins. I believe that um, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I accept you now. Lord, I accept you, and I thank you for saving me. Brothers and sisters, listen. If you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. I want you to get in a good Bible-believing church and get you a a good Bible, download your Bible app, um, New King James Version, a version that you can understand. And I want you to study to show yourself approved unto God as a workman and need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I want you to start this journey by getting in the word of God. And I'm telling you something, brothers and sisters, you're going to have a fantastic life. Things are going to change for you and you're going to find out that you have a whole lot of power that you didn't know you had. I didn't realize the kind of power as a soldier that I had when I was in the military. But man, they taught us how to do a lot of great things. Things I never did, you know. It's fun throwing grenades. I didn't know what that was all about until I joined the military and they taught me how to throw grenades. And then many years later, I began to teach others how to throw grenades and how to shoot weapons and a lot of other things. So anyway, welcome to the body of Christ. Now you're God's child, you're his son, you're his daughter, so I want you to get in the word so you can find out all about your spiritual daddy, your father God. Well, God bless you, God keep you, and may heaven smile upon you. This is Brother Leonard. Be blessed.